When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Entrepreneur Academy. We got Mr. Keith Kalfas here. What's up, Keith? What's up, Paul? Also joined with Naylor Taliaferro. You just gave a speech, man. How'd it go? Man, uh, just got off stage here at the Launchpreneur Academy here in Novi, Michigan. Brian Fullerton, man, him and his wife crushed it putting this event together, and especially right now in 2020 when everything got shut down and they pulled through, got it happen, uh, made it happen. And yeah, I just got off stage literally 15 minutes ago. And I just poured my heart out and I talked about some things and some of the fears that I had in the business when I first got started. And I said things that I don't hear anybody talk about on YouTube, even me, uh, just some, some of the scary circumstances you can get in and some close calls that I had that really forced me to get it in gear and figure out a way to afford just going legit and being above board in my business. And I know that there's a newer guys in the business and I'm just looking out for them. And I wish somebody, you know, I'm just saying the things I wish I would have heard. Yeah. So that's what I talked about. And we're talking about paying guys cash. There could be an injury or even a death. Right. And if you're not set up with proper insurances and proper uh, paying an employee as an employee, then there's a lot of uh, negative things that can happen. And you're really risking a lot by doing that. Yeah. And, and I also want to, you know, I've heard all that stuff back in the day too, but also to, to defend the new guys. Dude, when, when you're out there killing yourself, just trying to make money to pay your rent, it's either, okay, I'm going to pay my rent or I'm going to pay all this other stuff right now. Like you got to get in where you fit in and it's a progressive expand the top as you dissolve the bottom. And you know, what really kind of scared me is after being in the business for a couple of years, I'm meeting guys who are already doing 300,000 and they're still not legit. And I'm like, what? Like, this is terrifying. Why are you doing this? And I met, I met a guy doing like 700,000 <laughs> and still doing things in the wrong way. And I was like, and I don't want to say what, what they said, but you get all this type of conflicting advice and information from people. And here's the thing, man, if you're scared and you really feel like you can't like afford it, just, just get around more p- people that are successful that just, you know, do this stuff every day. And then you realize once you really get going and getting above board, it's not even a big deal. It's like, it just, yeah. We've got guys that are in their first year that are listening or even guys that are considering starting a company. You use that word legit. Can you give us some actual practical applications of what needs to be put in order to be legit? Yeah. So when I say expand the top as you dissolve the bottom, like there's different levels, like something called it fully loaded. Like everybody's on payroll. You've got, 
you know, a national payroll company, or you could have your accountant or do it through QuickBooks. I've tried all that. And it's just kind of a nightmare trying to manage it all yourself after work. And at night, it's just a big pain. So then you're like, Oh my God, if I hire this XYZ payroll company to process and process the quarterly taxes and the forms and the employee stuff for me, and, you know, put yourself on a pl- uh, payroll as an employee of your company and then, you know, get work comp, make sure you have general liability. Um, you're looking like I'm going to spend all this money. I'm out there killing myself, working every day with dripping in sweat, barely making any money as it is. And I'm going to pay somebody just to spend more money. And I got like, you're like, you start doing all the math and looking up on Google and asking people and you can start to have a panic attack thinking that this is impossible. Like you feel like you're trapped and then you feel guilty, like you're doing something wrong. And then you, it's this whole thing. But anyways, go with a payroll company. That's what I say here. Oh yeah. Here's what I did. Open up a brand new bank account connected to your business checking account. Huh. Like I learned this from Mike McAllowitz yeah. and Profit First. Oh yeah. Like I, this, I feel like Stan and I brought him to the community. Stan had him on his podcast and I just was like addicted to, to the whole thing and started talking about it constantly on my YouTube videos yeah, and Instagram my, and in person. The, profit First, Profit First, Profit First. The bookkeepers that we recommend to our podcast listeners, Golf Coast Bookkeeping in Pensacola, Florida, they're big Mike McAllowitz, Profit First. Follow, they'll awesome. actually try to get you. It's your choice, but they'll actually try to get you on his plan. Are they Profit First professionals? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so Back you, so you opened up an account because yeah. I'm following Mike McCallowitz. Yeah. Right? And, and so I literally, cause I'm into this like law of attraction thing. I'm obsessed with all this stuff. Like, so, and, and, and logically Stephen R. Covey in a set in a seven habits of highly effective people book talked about, like, even if you're so busy in this like river, just when you can, even if you don't have time, just take a little shovel and just start to dig out a stream going in a different direction. And little, little by little, it'll be a trickle, then a flow, then a flood. So I, then a flood. Then I opened up a new bank account called, you know, future employee payroll account. And I just start throwing a grand a week in there. And then I start putting in a percentage. And then, so I get on payroll and then I get them on payroll. And then little by little, I just, I just got it all going. Of, of, of course you have general liability is like the first thing you get. And it's not even that expensive. But when I opened up that account and now I knew that the money had to be there, just like I have to pay the mortgage on my house or I have to pay my, my truck payment or my car insurance. Um, it was so weird. It like took on a life of its own. And now that I knew that it was a non-negotiable I got the guts to raise my prices a little more, get better at guard yeah. uh, marketing. I was just going to ask, what's the correlation when you went legit? To, you're kind of forced to raise your prices. Otherwise, there's no right. way the system's going to fund right. itself. Right. Yeah, if all these other people can do it, then you can too. And I know that you feel like your situation can be so hard. And you, you, I mean, people got things going on in their families. They got things going on that are expensive that... I mean, dude, I was terrified. I had debt collectors calling me and I had, I was in a, uh, I, I, I always talk about those hard times in the past and, and I relate, some pe- people relate to them because anybody who's got 50 or hundred grand in the bank and they've got a business can say, oh yeah, of course it's no big deal. That's because you have 50 grand in the bank right. or you have a hundred grand. Like, so <laughs> whatever, <laughs> you know, when you don't have that money in the bank and or you're not at that level yet, you can almost, it can be crushing to you when somebody else starts talking down to you and shaming you for what you're not doing in your business. It can feel so crushing. And then now you can, you can, you're afraid to tell anybody or talk about it and you just feel trapped. And now you're running under the radar 
afraid to tell anybody and you're just scared all the time and you can't sleep at night. And it's like, it's a horrible life and it's no way to run your business. And I really realized like the more you, this all revolved around self-worth to me. I wasn't even aware. I thought it was external. This came down to worthiness. As soon as, pardon me, as soon as I, I started to actually feel more worthy and more competent and got better, you know, marketing and qualifying customers, that's when everything came together. And, you know, like I said, I said, uh, last year at the talk here and the, my know your worth talk, you can look up on YouTube, Keith Kelfus, know your worth. I was talking about these, I meet these young cats, 21 years old, doing a quarter million their first year watching YouTube videos. And I would get angry. I'm like, like how, how did you not go through all these frustrating things? Like, dude, I've been doing this like eight years and I am still running into things on these jobs. We're doing jobs like 10 to 15,000 mark now. And I run into situations where I go, how in the F did I not foresee this? Like, and then it takes us like an extra two days and now it's coming out of my profit and I'm frustrated and I'm like so angry. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you really got to keep your finger on the pulse of all this stuff and but yeah, it, you can do it, man. Open up a bank account, <laughs> a future employee payroll account, or a pl- or if you have employees, a payroll account. Make sure the money's in there. Go with the national payroll company. There's like ADP and paychecks and stuff like that. You can have an account and do it. But at this point where technology is at and the systems that these um, outsourcing you know, people um, just, just set it up. First, put yourself on payroll. How do you pay yourself? I can't advise you. Like, I don't know if you have an S corp or an LLC. I have an S corp, so I can take distributions out of the business, but I also have to pay myself and you should pay yourself more in payroll and have payroll taxes taken out than distributions, but you have passed through income and basically you can, um, you have write-offs at the end of the year, but you should have a major chunk of that on payroll and, um, track everything you do. The next step is getting a bookkeeper the bookkeeper was a massive eye opener for me. I have two businesses and both do over a hundred grand and I have the bookkeeper manages both the businesses. They're separate banks and, and I get a P and L statement every single month. And once I saw the profit and loss and I saw the margins, the cogs, the cost of goods sold and, and where every single individual penny is coming and going. Like I use Dan Plata from blue skies bookkeeping him and his team. And it was really, really a a huge financial education because I was able to finally have somebody that I could trust. And I, you know, Dan's not free. It cost me a few grand to do a deep dive on my books and go back for like two years. And I mean, this dude is drilling me for every individual transaction. Oh, I said a transaction here on Venmo last month for $43 and 20 cents. I'm like, that's a virtual assistant who was like, I don't know, uh, helping me make some images or something. Right. But there, there, but, uh, but, but, but being accountable for every single individual transaction, like I used to drive myself nuts trying to do this myself. I couldn't right. do it. You just don't have the time. It'll ruin your whole life, your personal life, your marriage. If you're like, no, I have to do my books. I can't come eat dinner. Like I, like if you just work constantly, but then you're like, well, how do I afford to hire these people if I'm not making enough money? But when you raise, it's like this constant catch 22. So, but now I'm paying somebody to do my books. Yeah. I, I, but it made me money looking right. at the books yes. and seeing where yes. all the money is yes. going gives you this amazing clarity because if you don't know where you're at, you don't know where you're going. Now that you can see where you're at, 
dude, I have more money in the bank than I've ever had in my life. Yeah. I don't even know how this is happening. And it's like, uh, it's like a spark. Cause I have a bookkeeper as well. Gulf coast bookkeeping that I mentioned. And we actually meet once a month. We do our zoom call and we dive into the reports and how it's actually going and facing those facts, facing what the numbers are really are saying. It kind of like punches you. If you will, like Mike Tyson said, you don't, yeah, everyone has a plan so they get punched in the face. Yeah. yeah. So when, <laughs> when the numbers tell the truth and sometimes the numbers punch you in the face that yeah. This is not going as well as you think it's going, but then you can adjust, pivot, and punch yeah. back, get get yeah. going. But a lot of guys are so sloppy, they don't even have the assess, uh, accurate assessment of where they're at. Well, so. I think it ultimately goes to goes back to the, the programming that we must all have of, like we were talking to Mark uh, Parker about safety, and it's like people want to do these things after the fact, after you've already injured yourself or someone else or whatever. You know, like y- y- you were saying, Keith, you know, like, well, how, how am I going to afford this? It's like, how can you afford not to do it? Because it's you made more money by having someone take care of this for you, freed you up for other things. It goes back to another thing we talked about in our previous podcast, where instead of focusing on your weaknesses, focus on your strengths, because you're only going to get better with your strengths and feel worse focusing on your weaknesses, because you're going to feel like a a, 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 um, a fish trying to climb a tree. Like it just doesn't work. You know, you want to be a fish in water. That's where you're going to excel. So focus on your strengths. So, you know, it, it's just, we're, we have to constantly have the right mind shift of making sure we focus on the right things. Don't focus on, oh, you know, well, we don't have the money for that. We don't have, well, in order to get the money for that, you have to raise your prices. You have to find way things that you're not good at and have, find someone else to do it or systems, you know, whether it be a CRM software company, you know, or a bookkeeper or your spouse or all of the above to help chip away at these things. So you can focus on your strengths, what you're the best at, whether that's in the field or managing employees or doing all the work yourself. And, you know, until you grow to, you can afford more people on your team, like all that. But I think people are always waiting like, well, I can't afford insurance. I can't afford this. I can't afford a bookkeeper, but you really can't afford not to have those things is what, what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you, you know that firsthand. I, I also know that. And it's just one of those things that you have to reprogram yourself. So the more we talk about it like this, you know, the more you go on stage and we have podcasts and you have podcasts, we make YouTube videos, talk about Instagram. Hopefully the more we're shortening that, that suffering in our community, yeah. right? So that everyone can grow together and, and just, you know, like Brian always says, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. So that's a good one. Yeah. We all just need to help each other out and, and, and help reprogram that, backwards mindset of waiting till after the fact when it's too late to do stuff. What's and interesting leaving is money on the table. Keith is like, I heard all this stuff and I heard all of it too. <laughs> and it's like, it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. Like it's just too difficult. But if you're hearing us right now, like if I could go back and start over, cause I've repeated a lot of the protocol that you did of not having everything set up right. Just cause I didn't have the money. You know what I mean? But I would make that top priority, get your bookkeeper, pay people the right way, have everything structured and organized. It's, it's but game changing. That guy who's listening right now is saying, yes, I know, but how in the hell am I going to do that when my circumstances are this and I don't have the money? You know the saying, if if you, all you have is hammer, you, a hammer, you think everything is a nail? Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I, the, the level of 
You want to say something? No, I'm listening. Oh, I'm, I'm the engaging. level of frustration that you have when you are trying your hardest and the only lever you know how to pull is the work harder lever mm-hmm. and you're killing yourself and now it's affecting your family life and you are beating yourself up because you don't know how in the hell to make more money. I used to pace around the house in front of my wife embarrassingly and go, money, money, money. I need more money. I need more effing money. I'll do whatever it takes to get the money. It was like this, this spirit overcoming me of pure frustration and anger where I wanted to punch holes in the wall because I was trying my getting hardest. I actually muted myself right there. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? And, and no matter how, how, I just couldn't manifest more money. I'm doing hypnosis for manifesting money. I'm cramming audiobooks. I would literally act like I was taking my mouth, like, like and, and open and cramming with my boot information down my throat, forcing myself. I would get on the phone with my friends like Eric Reno at $5 million business and all my other friends. I'd go, how do you do it? Like, I would get vindictive. How are you doing this? How are you doing? I'll do whatever it takes. Like, like it was so, so hard, man. And, um, then I would go into depression over this crap because I would give up like, cause anyway, so if you only have a hammer, you think everything is a nail. Um, you have to be a straight up killer. Like, and this is a chess game. Disengaging and coming from me, this is a funny thing to say, disengaging emotionally from clients and jobs. This one client in this spring, like I gave him a quote, 500 bucks to trim up his ornamental trees. It was springtime. I was trying to drum up work and I had raised my prices even more, even since then. And his trees grew this fall. This is one of like hundreds of clients. Hey, I want you to come trim my trees now. And now it's like fall. I go look at his trees. They've grown literally like several feet. It's totally different now. I'm like, well, 900 bucks. I'll give you a spooktacular special. I'll do it for 800. And the guy's like, no, no, thanks. Never mind. This spring, you said it was going to be 500. But the way he said it was like, it, it like hurt you, right? Yeah. And I had trimmed his trees in 2015 or whatever. Like we did a great job, you know, but he didn't give a crap about me. All he cared about was the transaction and getting a low price. That's all he cared about. No, I don't know what's going on in this life, in this guy's life. Now, when you have tons of leads coming in, you have your phone is ringing off the hook and you're overwhelmed with leads, you can literally say, you like you don't you're like uh, uh, okay well I got to go to this next lead like right. you literally just forget about it like right. you have no emotional attachment because you have so many apples coming down the line that you're just like sorting through the bad ones no emotion right. okay that's a good one good one good like you're not looking at the bad apples down on the ground mm-hmm. and going oh my god they're bad apples and rubbing them all over yourself <laughs> like in, but if you don't have leads coming in or you don't have that you obsess over those bad apples dude I right. was so angry I sent this dude a text message like. I didn't actually send it. I would never right. do it. Like, I was like, dude. You typed I, it and then deleted it. I right? had to raise my prices because I was living in a one-bedroom apartment. And I was like, yeah. and, and, and are you saying that you're the only one who, who can live in a nice house and, I'm, and I have to be poor the rest of my life? Like, like I was saying all this crazy shit. I was like, what am I doing? And I deleted the text. And yeah. then he sent me an email because my jobber sent him an automatic follow-up on the quote, which is cool. Oh, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah, I don't want it done. Please, no more contact. I'm like, you don't oh understand, gosh, you asshole. I'm like, <laughs> the fire. So I'm like messaging him all this yeah. stuff and all these emotions of yeah. victimhood are flowing out of me. And I'm like, what am I doing? I can't yeah. send that. And I get rid of it. And I realize it's like, sometimes I still get hooked emotionally and it's yeah. not emotional at all. It's just business. Right. But knowing when to give a little discount to get your foot in the door to do this. Like it's like this constant chess game that you right. keep your finger on the pulse. And the reason I'm saying all this is when you can, you can, 
just be really, really quick and extemporaneous and on the fly and know how to communicate with these customers, you can get these dramatically different results than you used to get that you can get the cream of the crop and literally get the top 10% of these clients and just not even worry about all the other ones. And like, uh, it doesn't happen all the time, but dude, we're getting these jobs where, what is my profit margin? My landscaping business is like a 62% gross profit margin. And then the net, I got to look at the PL statement. It's obviously not 62%, but but I'm like, my profit margin went up from 28% and it went up. I don't know what it could be like 40. I got to look, but um, I'm like, oh my God, it's actually working because your ability to say no, 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 no. And raise your price. The uh, client we just did, it was like, I think it was like a, a $6,200 job. I said, you know what? I'm going to be out there with my personal time because there's parts of the job. I just have to be there. I want 7,500 bucks. I want, how much money do I want to walk away with? Do I want to make screw all this other stuff? How much money does Keith want to make off this job? What's it? What's my time worth? Cause it's all of our time is unlimited. Like God made us in this, you know, we're not, not meant to be trapped right. in commerce. I jacked the price up to 7,500 because I believed in my heart. That's what it was worth. <laughs> and we got it. I was going to say, coming right up, we're going to hear what happened next (laughs) through the punchline. We got to take a quick moment to thank today's show sponsors. We'll be right back. If you want to learn how to properly install paper projects and retaining walls, visit thehardscapeacademy.com. There you'll find two different training courses and soon more coming about how to install properly to national guidelines with our own twists and tips and tricks we have learned over 20-some years to properly install these projects. It's a great resource. It's two and a half hours long each at $99. It's a great value at $99 each. If you buy both, there is a bundle special. Be sure to check out thehardscapeacademy.com. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscaping contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. Most small business owners are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evening. However, most business owners go home and their bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands their time. Unfortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, untouched. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind needed to serve your customers well. Because you are a busy business owner, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full-service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new prospective clients or skipping parties you would have loved to attend, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. 
schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. Remember to give us a five-star rating and well-worded review on Apple Podcasts. Now, more of the Green Industry Podcast with your host, Paul Jamison. All right, friends, we're back here with Keith Kalfas in Novi, Michigan. You just were talking about knowing your worth, having your business legit, raising your prices. And you charge 7500 for a job and you got it. Were, were you extremely nervous and like second guessing every step of the way, right? No. No? I was fully confident fully ready confident. to crush it. <laughs> ready to crush it. And I was awesome. calm because I was you knew getting, your self-worth. Yeah, I knew my self-worth and I was getting paid so I didn't have to run around like a crackhead all scared trying to like, that, that just doesn't happen anymore because right. lesson is repeated till the lesson is learned. You'll keep going yeah. through it until you finally, you know, your ability to say no. Yeah. What's up, John? John Padilla in the house with the camera, the cameraman, John Padilla. What's up, John? <laughs> so- um, we're probably going out there. Uh, no, I mean, I'm the keynote speaker in Vegas at the IWCA in January. Awesome. Congratulations. And I better keep that open. Uh, International Window Cleaning Association. Awesome. So like, uh, we're literally flying out there and, uh, we're probably going to stay an extra few days. I hope they don't shut everything down while we're, and we get trapped in yeah. Vegas. <laughs> but, um, oh yeah. So what happened on that job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> When I was doing the quote, the customer said, you know, I was like, and do you have irrigation? Because we're installing plants. He says, yes, these sprinklers hit all these garden beds. Okay, cool. And it's like, I'm not, like, when you've got like 10 quotes in one day, okay, let's turn on all the sprinklers. And it was like, you have to just go and some bridges you cross. When we, like when you cross every T and dot, every single dot, I, you, can, you can get to this point where like, you can't even get anything done. You have to flow with your intuition. We get on the job and the customer's like, well, how are we going to water all these plants? I'm like, well, you said that the, he's like, well, no, the sprinklers only hit like this corner of the bed. I'm like, wait a second, we're installing all these plants that are going to be dry. Now we get 22 inches of rain per year, whatever, which is, but, but now before we put all these rocks down, we had to go install a whole drip irrigation system. And I did charge the customer, but I kind of gave him a discount and I accepted half the fault. And then like something else happened. And now we were literally, it took us extra time on the job, but the customer and his wife had to leave for Chicago and they wanted to pick out the plants. Now we had to pause the whole job. This never happens. Like when we do right. a job, we stay there till it's done. Right. We had to pause the job for a whole week while they're in Chicago. And I'm apologize. I was embarrassed because of one little hiccup. It dude, the job took us like three days longer than expected. I still make good money, but the good thing I padded it with that extra, right. you know, 1300 bucks or whatever. But, but it's like, it's like every rose has its thorn. Yeah. It, like every, that's why. I think that um, if you do a lot of marketing and advertising and you raise your prices a bit, you can start to have fun in your business. Imagine a business that's fun that you're not dreading every minute. You're like, this is fun. Yeah. I think creating like that authority too. Like there's you know, certain situations for me in certain neighborhoods that I'm so predominant in. I mean, Paul has seen that firsthand that like somebody comes at me with some, whack offer or mentality. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Like keep it moving. You know what I mean? Like I don't, don't even waste my time with, with people, you know, it's like, this is the price. This is what we do. It's that or, or nothing, you know? Oh, blah, blah, blah. and they try to say all kinds of nonsense. And it's like, no, no, like, yeah, I know you see me in the neighborhood. There's a reason why I'm in the neighborhood, but I don't just bend over for these people. Like, you know, so like it, it becomes almost like a peer pressure thing for the people that don't want to fit into my criteria. It's like, if you want to be 
on our route. If you want our, us to take care of your property, this, these are the rules and stipulations. Like credit card on file is a big thing for me now. And, uh, you know, I have people like just recently, it was like, oh, I don't really feel comfortable, you know, giving you my, my credit card on file. I'm like, well, all the other 70 clients are perfectly fine with it. I understand your apprehension, but this is our company policy so we can get paid on time every month. And they're like, okay, well, you know, sorry. And I'm like, well, sorry. You know, I mean, that it is what it is. I've got plenty of other clients. I'm not going to make an exception for this one and that one and that one. It just kind of goes back and forth. So you really back to knowing your self-worth and, mm. and making sure and, and building up that authority where people, people want your services, but you have that authority that you could just tell them this, you're not going to budge. Like this is what we do. And that now it's like a role reversal and they're like, Oh no, they have to do exactly what you want them to do in order to be mm. your client. You know, they're almost like, I really want you to take care of our lawn. But, and I was like, no, there's no buts. It's <laughs> this or, or, or nothing. It's a standardized procedure. Right. You know, we'll just keep passing your street. We'll keep passing your house every week and do all your neighbors unless you want to fall follow the, the, the service agreement that we have for everyone, you know? So, but I think that comes, it's just a slightly different version of what we're talking about or another elevated part is where you build up that authority. And that's, you can do that for landscaping and, and maintenance, you know, because you're just, you do, you, you build such great reputation with the amount of work you do, the quality of work, the way you communicate and handle. I get so many uh, people that want quotes because they just want to get rid of the person they have because they don't communicate. You know, it rains. We get yeah. it. But they don't show up. They don't call. They don't answer the phone. It's communication. They don't, yeah. And, and they, the, the client shouldn't have to babysit their service provider. They should know they're going to show up when they show up and that's it. Like you're paying for a service. You're not supposed to be their babysitter, you know? So I've gotten a lot of work that way too. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we communicate, obviously if it's raining, we're not going to come, but we're still going to communicate that we're going to come next day, even if it's obvious, but you know, so there's a lot of little things you can do and that builds a reputation. You know, now I have people like, Oh, you know, I, how, how were you referred to me? Oh, I just went on Google and you have all these five-star reviews and all these people saying this, that, and the other thing, you know? Yeah. And you're, you're the authority yeah, in your marketplace. Exactly. Exactly. And there's so many different ways you can do that, you know, with actually getting reviews and all that stuff, websites, SEO, you know, um, Google, my business, all that stuff, you know, but it all just starts with knowing your self-worth back to what you were talking about and, and just staying true to that, you know, and having a program in place. These are my prices. These are my stipulations. Like if you want to have a credit card on file, then do that, have a, a CRM that's going to do that securely and all that. And, and you just stick with it and you don't budge, you don't, Oh, oh okay. I'll make yeah. an exception for this person, that person. Cause you're, you got to get to that confident point where you just follow that so that you can, you can just keep growing because then you, you break through that point where it's like, like you said, you have so much work coming you don't even really care about these bad apples. You're like, whatever, they can just keep rolling around in the dirt on, on their <laughs> own. Right. I'm just going to do my own thing with these nice polished apples. And I'm going to help nurture to be the best that they can be and take care of the property. So I keep uh, hearing this underlining tone of company policy. And this thing is like, uh, I talk about my buddy, Coach Rob. <laughs> he, he talks about the masculine and the feminine, and it's, it doesn't have anything to do with like men or women. It's just like an energy thing. And, and masculine is structure, grids, boundaries. Uh, feminine is that which flows through the structure. And the more structure you have is the more that you can flow energy through it. So masculine and feminine go hand in hand. And what I had was this feminized shell that was so overly emotional about everything in the business and trying to cater to the clients that I didn't know how to install these healthy boundaries or policies. And it was a reflection of what the, the lack of being in touch with my core masculinity as just being a 
a, a masculine man who is just an observance of the business and pulling the emotional needle out and saying, this is company policy. So what that does is when you actually can refer to a piece of paper where it's written or say, hey, that I can't do anything. It's, this is company policy. It actually takes all of the pressure off of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you are not under pressure to feel like you have to buckle to a customer. You could say, hey, you just act like an employee of your business. Uh, hey, this uh, is this policy. is right. they, when you hire new guys and you're training yeah. them. Hey, this is the way we do it here. You set the you set that policy, you set that structure up and now they can feel free to work within the structure and then they actually appreciate it. Same with the clients too. When the client feels, or even they can't even articulate that, oh, I'm, I'm dealing with a professional who has structure in his or her business. Now they actually can relax and let you lead them through the process because you do have structure and the very act of making the decision to start putting structure, just one little thing here and there, it doesn't even have to be on paper. It could just be in your intentions. You're not even aware that this emanates off of you and transfers to the customer and they can feel it. And you're like, why am I making more money now? Why am I getting better clients that I've like, because you've grown, you've upgraded your identity and it's pimped out. Yeah. And another thing to that point is what comes along with the policy is conditioning. So you have to condition your clients. So for example, like Paul was joking with me, like, look at this, man. I got a text at like 10.09 PM from a customer asking about, is it too late, Paul, to plant test tall fescue? This was last night. Yeah, it's last like 10 night. o'clock. My um, phone's binging and people uh, ask asking about plant tall. F- well, yeah, you might want to wait till the morning. You know, we're just joking, but it's like, uh, there's, it's too late in many ways. But I mean, like, and, and he's like, you don't get those texts? I'm like, no. Like I cut that off immediately. Like I don't, and I was like, don't respond to that. He's like, no, I'm not going to. I'm like, cause then you're going to enable that behavior. And I had this conversation with the CRM that I use and uh, with the support when we were setting up automations and whatnot. And she was saying all these different things. There were examples of like dozens of other companies that they work with. And every response that I had, she's like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Why doesn't everyone else do that? I need to tell these guys, man, I like the way you run your company. And like one of the things was that, that conversation that like, I don't, if someone ran, if a customer randomly calls me or a regular client that I care about and that I've taken care of for years and years contacts me in some random time late at night on the weekend or whatever, I don't respond to them until Monday morning. I might respond to the email schedule, send 8am. Boom. That's when they get the response. That might be when they were able to, you know, randomly remember or realize they needed to respond to something. But unless it's an emergency, there is no reason which, and it's lawn care. What could that emergency be? Unless I mess something up. Like we just got done air rating and we didn't realize we buzzed something and it's like, you know, going crazy. And then they contact me at like eight o'clock at night. That's never happened. But I'm saying that would be, I can only imagine the only thing that would be an emergency. Like, Oh, let me run over and shut off the water. Or let me tell you how to shut off your water and we'll fix it in the morning. Otherwise there's no need to contact them. So I wait till the next business day or whenever our hours are to condition these people so that they don't keep doing, cause you start responding to people, you know, then it just, it becomes like this whole big thing. You're enabling that behavior. I set those boundaries, set up that structure and condition them. And that's how it is. So no, I don't get those 10, 10 09 at night texts. You know, I might get texts from customers that are looking for quotes or, Hey, I'm looking for a price. How much is it to cut your lawn? You're in my neighborhood. And I don't respond to that till the morning. And I respond, hi, thank you for contacting us. Please give us your address. You know, I'm not, who are you? I'm not, I'm I'm not your friend. I don't know who you are. You don't just randomly text me like, like that. The, uh, it's like you turn into the weed man. 
everybody's calling you at night. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not dealing with that, you know, like you, but you just have set that structure and those boundaries and, uh, you know, condition your, your clients, what, what is acceptable and what isn't. So. Yeah. Keith, well, I wanted to tell you about an experience we had. I know you keep up with Greg Chisholm, Geek the Freak. We were at his home uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Mm. It was a cool experience, man. I know I called him up. <laughs> That's a what days you, later. you just set him up like that. That's it. I thought you had a story. No, I was going to tell him about it. Oh. I was just seeing his reaction. Oh, just staring yeah, at I, me I like I called him up. I saw it, and we were on the phone for like an hour after that, giggling and laughing and talking about crazy stuff. He, he yeah. got back in like. It was, uh, he would, he, all he wanted to do is make videos. I woke up Saturday morning and he's in his kitchen. He's like, I was up since 2am. I got all these ideas. We, we like had one hour to we had to go. He's like, I had all these ideas, videos yeah. we could make. And yeah, um, we got them all fired up for those couple of days. <laughs> he's like, I gotta, I gotta calm down, man. Greg yeah. Chisholm, the legend geek to freak yeah. bro. Like yeah, he, the pioneer. I mean, yeah, he is. Paul left his shoes there. He was so beside himself. <laughs> he just forgot all about that he had another pair of shoes there and just left. I'm like, dude, man, you left your shoes. So Greg had to mail him his shoes back. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that was my expression, too, Keith. I was like, really? <laughs> but, yeah, it's good times. It was fun times. What were you going to say about Greg? He has a... And this ability to channel into the etheric where time doesn't exist and come up with these ideas that are, it's like a movie he sees in his mind. And dude, he's, he's in a, on a totally different level. He's a great storyteller. Yeah. Just kind of sucks you right in, and you're just like, "What did I just watch? What happened in the last twenty minutes?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some stuff that I just can't say publicly. That stories he shared with me, I was like, "Dude, that that's some of the deep questions you have about how do you manifest things into reality?" And he has this innate ability to be able to manifest things into existence. And uh, I, I I can say one thing. When you have a positive expectancy and you are fully enthusiastic with a spirit of like, it's like, yes, I can do this. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm, and, and you, you put one foot in front of the other and you just move forward in faith while you're excited and expecting positive things to happen. You'll be amazed at what you can create in your own life. Absolutely. We're in his closet and there's, uh, we're going to say another. I was going to say, absolutely. It's all about the law of attraction. Like equals like energy follows energy. I mean, you could say it's in 50 million ways, but if you act positive, think positive, do positive, it's going to be positive. If you are just feeling like you're in the gutter and you're worthless and you just can't, you know, life sucks. Life is going to suck. That's just the way it is. That's the simple law of life. You're co-creating your experience, but when you your take- mind makes it real. Whatever you yeah. think and say and do is your brain manifests it. And so. I can go to the next step of the people who don't believe in that woo-woo stuff. Okay, take all the woo-woo out of it and just logically look. If a guy's positive and he works on, you know. Taking action to yeah, do stuff. And not being a victim and looking at the bright side of things. And even if times are down for him, if he, he finds a way to fight through and you just said that, you know. Based, and then how are other people going? To, like, you know, when somebody's like a victim state and they're bagging or just like people who are trying to help themselves and even if they're down, but they're trying, like you want to reach out and help that person. You want to give them advice. Like the chances are 
right. a lot higher that you will succeed if you do all these things. Than the people that just sit at home like, oh, life sucks. They're not doing anything. So, of course, life is going to continue to suck, right? The odds are, are not in their favor. I know somebody who very well, I, won't, I can't say names, but all of these years have gone by and this person has not faced any challenges, kept their head in the sand, and not done any of this, the, the, the work on themselves, any personal growth and development. They just have stayed the same for the past 15 years. And I've watched myself in 15 years fight and struggle and hustle and go through failures and setbacks and depression and tears and successes. And now to get where I'm at today and I'm light years ahead of where this person is, um, which there's plenty of people I dream of being like that are light years ahead of me. I'm like nowhere where I even want to be at just with that perspective. Like, but it really is, it's, it hurts my heart to see somebody not live up to their potential. And because the, the cost of inaction is so rough. So whatever it is that you feel in your heart, you want to do next in your business in your life, even if you want to propose to her and get that ring, if you want to try to say, I want to get my first home. We're going to do this, man. Or we're getting out of this little trailer, this apartment. We're going to finally get our first condo or home. I really want to get that truck. I run, you know, whatever that thing is. Set a plan in place and create a goal and say next year by this time I'm having it. And just dude, just go for it and believe in yourself believe in yourself and start fighting for it. And that, you know, if you aim for the stars, you hit the moon. I had a goal this year to do one specific thing. It doesn't look like it's going to happen, but Oh my God, look how far I got because of that big goal. Right. That's like 10 X right there. Like if you go 10 X, you're going to achieve great things. You might not get to 10 X, but you, anything below that is still going to be phenomenal compared to if you didn't yeah. try to do anything. Right. So I mean, I'm, I just completely like cliff noted that whole thing. I'm not trying to, no, you know, fine. bastardize 10 X, but you know, that's but this, this person, sometimes I can sense a little bit of victimhood come out of them. And I like, I get upset and I want to be, I would never, ever say this, but I want to be like, man, when we were kids, you were smarter than all of us. And you were the smartest one. I was the underdog. And all I did was fight like hell and you didn't. And don't ever like say, it's like, I, I would never say it. I'm just never going to say anything. Cause I'm just waiting for the day for that conversation to come where the person comes to me for help when they never lifted a finger all this time to help themselves. And now I, I'm going to have to bail you out and I'm going to have to save you. And I become the money man. And it's like, you got to tell that person, no, no, man, you had all this time. It's like the story where I was praying to God and then the flood was coming and then yeah. he's on the roof and where, like, where God's like, yeah, yeah, I gave you all these opportunities yeah. and chances and you kept sticking your head in the sand right. and now you're drowning to death. Right. And I think it's, it's like almost like a, I'm not judging anybody, but I think it's like a sin because when you do that, I'm going to shut up, dude. I just, I feel the accountability and the responsibility so strong right, on right. life to, to live to your potential. 
Well, I think a lot of people may have to figure it out on their own too. Like, I mean, I don't know all the details of your life. I don't know how many people or if anyone told you what you're saying that you don't want to tell them, you know, or you just had to figure it out yourself. You just had to grind it out. You had to go through all of these different, all these things, all these struggles, all these hustles and grind and just, you know, break down, get built back up, break down, build back up. You know, that's kind of like your path, you know, that you had to take and that person might have a different path or might have to take that path. But the whole thing, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Right. We're just full of Mm -hmm. all these fun sayings, but it's like, you know, it just puts things into perspective. Like you can't force human beings to do anything that they don't want to do. They need to want to do it. You can give them tools, resources, help them when they're ready, but that's it. It's true. You know, I had to have one friend who used to tear into me about growing up and time to put on your effing big boy pants. Like, and I, I don't know why I trusted him so much. If I had a problem, I would come and cry to him and tell him what I was going through. I was venting to him and he would rip my head off. I'm like, how, one day I snapped. I'm like, how come every time I tell you what I'm going through, you just rip my head off. I was like in my, you know, mid twenties. I was such a wuss man. He's like, well, if you don't want me to tell you how to live your life, don't tell me your problems. And he had to grow up younger than me, but dude, he was a huge influence on me because his tearing into me over and over and over just forced me to face these strong realities. There's a whole nother, some businesses I was involved in that I don't even talk about ever. And one was the failure of my Amazon business. I had a basement stacked with shelves and products and I was selling all over the country, Amazon, eBay business, and it failed bad. I'll save that story for a different time, but I ended up in a basement crying, scared with a loaded gun, uh, to protect myself, not to put in my mouth. Oh, okay. (laughs) But, um, I'll tell that story at a different time. Yeah. That's called tease. Keith, thank you for your time. He has the untrapped podcast. How's Mr. Producer? Did you make you a new intro or something like that? Dude, that guy's on point. He's <laughs> listening to this right now. Dude, you're so brilliant. And I cannot wait to talk to you further and hire you again for the next video that we're doing and help with the podcast. And now like, he's just like his voice, like, <laughs> yeah, welcome classic. to the green industry podcast podcast. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm being weird. <laughs> I, I just wish I could like, he can do that stuff, but he's, yeah. I remember you said that one time with Paul, like on your podcast, uh, on his podcast, Paul was like doing all these like commercials. Yeah. And we were like, do it again, Paul, do it again. Uh, <laughs> do the voice, do the radio well, voice. Paul. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the other pizza? DiGiorno. One? It's yeah. not delivery. Yeah, it's DiGiorno. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Paul uh, does like pro voiceovers in uh, uh, ATL. <laughs> Do the DiGiorno one one more time. One it's more. not delivery. It's DiGiorno. So you have that thing in your voice. It's yeah, like, he does. He's not, got that radio voice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whenever I'm at the grocery store and I, I'll be like in the aisle by myself and I'll do it. I'm like, it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. <laughs> People are like, what's up with but this Thankfully, guy? no one's ever been in the aisle, but oh, I can't walk good. past that DiGiorno. Right. They might be on the box. aisle on the other side. Like, what the yeah, heck? Yeah, I made an Instagram story one day and I tagged them, but it flopped. It, it, oh, <laughs> that's so important. You just should have done a TikTok. That's where it's at. Remember? Okay. Can I plug my new book? Yeah, whatever you want. This is your time. Okay, guys. Uh, my brand new book just came out. It was a lot of work to get this published. It's called Your First Year in the Landscaping Business. This is my third book out now. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, just go on Amazon and type in Keith Kelfis. 
Uh, the book will pop up. It's green. If you're an Audible listener, if you don't have an Audible subscription, there's tons of personal development stuff that could change your life. And, you know, instead of just listening to music, which is great, you can listen to audiobooks while you work and learn from you. It's like standing on the shoulders of giants. Um, but uh, the book's on audible.com. You can get it there, or you can go to keithkelfis.com and get the ebook there. But anyways, check out my new book, Your First Year in the Landscaping Business, the audio book. Oh, you can get the paperback version mailed to your house. And I just gave away a bunch of copies here at the event. I put them out on the table and they're gone like 10 minutes. But um, the audiobook version has special uh, like uh, cliff notes and side commentary where I talk about some some serious breakthroughs and key moments and things that I learned. Uh, if you're newer in the business, I promise it'll shave off uh, several years from your experience of starting and growing your own lawn or landscaping business. And there's a lot of epiphanies in there. Check it out. And um, yeah. How much is it on Audible? Dude, I don't even know. It's like 10, between nine and 12 bucks. Totally worth it though. Yeah. That's a deal. Yeah. Awesome. Well, check it out. Yeah. Thanks, Keith, for, as always, always uh, keeping it real, you know, and, and, and deep and personal and just sharing what is relatable to everyone in this community. So, Dude, I love this community. I love it. Thanks, Naylor. Thanks, Paul. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, friends, Mr. Producer here to tell you about Cujo's new X1 Landscape Boot. Now, the X1 Landscape Boots offer premium safety protection without sacrificing comfort. It has water resistance where it matters the most and breathable air vents to keep you cool. These lightweight boots are made for working on your feet all day long. Get your X1 Landscape Boot today by clicking on the link in today's show notes. And don't forget to use the promo code PAULS10 to save 10%. Again, that's the promo code PAULS10. This has been a Jameson Media production. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.